tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Sponsored in part by MB Subculture Comics and Costumes. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey, you remember Lunar Lander? That was a cool game. You know what else is cool? Nerd Overload. And it's starting right now. It's a pop and geek culture show where we talk about the latest pop and geek culture news. I'm Cody. I'm Sam. I'm Josh. And I'm Samantha. We have a great show for you this week. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we have a bunch of news, but first let's get into some things we've been checking out. I don't know why I called out Lunar Lander. That's that's a weird poll, but you know, whatever. Yeah, it works. Whatever, that works. It works. It works. <laughs> yeah, we're good. <laughs> uh, you know, I can do my check it out real quick because I only did one thing. We talked about it a lot and I can't talk about it too much on the air. Because um, spoilers. Because spoilers. But I finished uh, Legends of Zelda Breath of the Wild over the weekend. And um, like I said, can't get into it too deep. But for as much as I love the game and as as like up until the final boss, I was at about a nine, nine and a half. The final boss was lackluster. I don't want to say bad because it was fine. It was a fine boss battle. But I don't know. It didn't seem as epic as like... You know, Ocarina of Time. Yeah. The whole game leads up to that final confrontation with Ganondorf and then with Ganon. And it's so massive in scale and everything. Well, as massive in scale as a N64 game It is 20 could polygons. Be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this one, you just kind of walk into the castle and you just kind of fight a big boss that looks like the four other big bosses that you've already fought. But this one has a big red beard and then he turns into another thing. And I wish I could spoil it because it has the final boss battle, the final, final boss battle, the second form forces you to use probably one of the most underutilized aspects of the game and the one that I have the absolute most trouble with. Do you want me to say or I could? No. Okay. Well, then I'm well, then I'm done with my check it out. I can't talk about it anymore. <laughs> was it Magnesis? No, it wasn't Magnesis. I would do super great if it was Magnesis. It was one. It was, it was a mechanic that is not used in the game. It's is present in all other Zelda games, but I can count on one hand the times that it's actually the game makes you use, you know, the oh. skills for the final final boss. And it took if you take out all the cutscenes, it takes like five minutes, if that, to beat. And then credits roll. That's lame. A little bit. I mean it's still a really good game. I'd still give it like an eight, but yeah, that final boss battle was enough to drop it like a whole point for me. I don't know. It's oh. about the journey, not the destiny. Well, yeah, that, I, <laughs> definitely. That's definitely what it's this game is. It's certainly a journey. Yeah. yeah. And I could see where if you went in with... Minimal equipment. Minimal equipment. If you went in with a tree branch and three hearts, you're going to have an a epic, rough time. An epic, an epic battle. Or if you didn't do the all the uh, guardian beast things. That, yeah. That, like, yeah. I don't know if they like expect you to go in there once and get your butt kicked and then come back after you do all the stuff and then feel like you're a big strong boy or what? <laughs> well, like, they, they had to have known that there's going to be uh, the majority of the players are going to want the story and want to collect everything because that's how every gate, every other game in the Zelda franchise is kind of built up. You go through and you get everything and then you walk in. The whole point is you start off as as, as just a little, you know, three hard nothing and by the end you're a big strong big strong boy boy yeah 
that's just how the games are done. And if they expect you to go in, if they expected you to go in and get whomped by Zelda or uh, by Ganon the first time, they wouldn't have told you, hey, go get those uh, Guardian Beasts, go do all this stuff. They would have said, you know what? You just woke up, get to it and directed you straight to Ganon and then tell, told you, you know, it's not enough. Go and do the other stuff. I think that would have been a may- maybe a better overarching story. Yeah, or put you there when you got your butt kicked the first time. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. yeah had like the before fun- you went to bed. Mm-hmm. Before you took that good nap. <laughs> <laughs> that good, good, a hundred year nap. They just they weren't thinking about the plot. No, they really weren't. They were they were concentrating on other things. And I'm like mm-hmm. wondering, like if like if people didn't do like the the recalling of the memories thing, how how less of a story you even have. Oh, none. Exactly. Yeah. I need. To, that's why I haven't finished the game is because I want to go through and get all the uh, memory points before mm-hmm. I fight the boss so I, I get think, the full story. I think I'm only missing three of them. I think I only have like three of them. <laughs> ah, okay. Well, um, again, not spoiling anything, but there is a mid-credit extra scene if you get all of the memories. Huh. Yeah. Okay. I turned on my switch this morning and it wouldn't respond to any button presses. So Oh, interesting. Yeah, that was an exciting. Yeah, what were your Joy-Cons uh did they lose the charge or were they just They, they were just on decide... and the, they would light up and everything and I could take them off and on and they would do the click noise, but I couldn't get it to react to anything. Oh, fun. And I couldn't turn it off because I can't get it to react to any button presses to shut it off. Not even the main power button? I held it down and that screen came up, but I can't select anything on it. Did you try undocking it, holding it down because the screen is a touch screen and then tapping it shut down? It, it wouldn't, wouldn't just wouldn't do. To, huh. I just left it there to to die and then hopefully when I charge it, it back up it'll be okay, but uh it was weird. Yeah, that's weird and not troubling. great. Yeah. Yeah, uh-oh. <laughs> it's mad that I haven't played it at all in like a week. Yeah. <laughs> like I seriously have not touched it. There's been so many other other games right now that have my attention. Right. Um still playing Persona 5 and it's still excellent. Yeah. Still uh, still can't talk about it too much because well we didn't go into it last week. We <laughs> promise we'll get into it this week. Yeah. What else have I played? I feel like there's been a ton of games. What Thimbleweed. Thimbleweed Park. I talked about Thimbleweed Park last week. <laughs> I have gotten further into it, and the story is taking a twist for the weird. Yeah. What a twist. Yeah. Some There's something going on deeper than the... You're initially there to solve a murder, but you kind of solve it, and there's something more interesting going on in the town. Like... Maybe it's all a game. Maybe there's a bunch of robots. I don't know. And I'm kind of stuck. And when you're stuck in an adventure game, nothing happens. Yeah. <laughs> what if it's like the Wicker Man and everyone's in on it but you? The four. Everybody's in on it but the four people that you play as? Yes. Maybe. There's not a whole lot of other people in the town. The, the, the guy that's the sheriff is also the coroner and also the manager of the hotel. Oh, but he he plays himself off as three different people. Okay. They each have their own like speech, uh, interesting thing about their speech. The the sheriff says areno after every word, like well not every word, but in like every sentence. Hmm. Uh, the corner says a who a lot, and the hotel manager what is he? Abu. Abu. 
and but they're all the same guy. They're all clearly the same guy. And if you draw attention to it, everybody else in the town is just like like maybe I can see some resemblance around the eyes, but other than that, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and like it's the same voice, same guy, everything. And I'm yeah. like, he's like, oh, maybe what if he's the twist? Robot. What if the twist is that they're three different people? <laughs> they maybe they're triplets. they're triplets. Yeah, they're brothers. Yeah. There's something in the pillow factory where the town the the town grew around. Pillow yeah, factory. the big pillow factory. Mm-hmm. Something with a, an AI in there or something, and I'm I'm wondering if there's like just big vats of these guy of this guy in there, like clones of this guy. Yeah, but uh, it, it's a really interesting game. It's like Pleasantville or not a uh, Stepford Wives. <laughs> Stepford Corner. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great game though. It's really funny, really well written. And I feel like I can't praise it enough. Also, don't play it on casual mode. Play it on hard mode because you don't get all the puzzles. It's just cheating yourself out of more game. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> it's like the puzzles <coughs> are the game. So if you're playing it, uh, if you're not playing it on hard, you're not getting the whole game. <laughs> like, <laughs> and that's what difficulties in adventure games don't really make sense. Which I guess if you just want the story, it feels like you're not even getting all that because you're not getting the things that are happening. <laughs> mm. Oh, we saw your name. <laughs> the what are you laughing about? You the the hit anime movie. Oh, that kind of blew up in Japan like the most popular movie of all time. Okay, I've seen a couple articles about it where they they talk about it's really well written. It's re- it's really good. It's I don't, should we spoil? Mm. I don't want to spoil it because there is kind of a twist to what's going on, but it's kind of a body swap scenario where. There's a boy and a girl, and sometimes they'll go to sleep and wake up in each other's bodies. So like a Freaky Friday kind of thing? Kind of. That's kind of a, a weak comparison. It makes it sound stupid. But uh, yeah, kind of. Okay. It's hard to really get into it without spoiling that twist. But there is a twist that makes it really interesting and really ups the stakes. I don't, I don't know what to say about it other than that it was really, really good. Without spoiling it? Yeah. It's really emotional. Yeah. I teared up afterwards. Really? Yeah. So is it like outside like the body swapping thing, is it more kind of a slice of life-ish type of story? Or... Yeah. Just they kind of meddle in each other's lives while they're... Oh. Yeah. Like, did they know each other before this happened? No. 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 They actually live very, very far apart. Like different areas of Japan or like... Yeah. So they don't even go to school together? No. no. They, they have no idea who the other person is and they kind of have to put it together. Through context, all living in each other's bodies. What? Oh, God. What was that Netflix show where the Sense8 or whatever it was? Yeah, that was, I think that's what I've, I haven't seen it, but I think that's what it is. Okay. It's not the same thing. The, they don't swap bodies. They um, can sense each other's oh, right, right, um, right, right. emotions at certain points during the okay. day. I never actually watched but, Sense8. I just. Yeah. It was... It's, yeah, they share. Um, skills that that each other has learned so like if one was a one was like a karate master okay so another one somehow gotten like a bar fight or something and all of a sudden knew a karate. whole bunch of karate and they would uh whenever there's any um major like uh emotional kind okay. of thing going on they each felt each other's emotional thing oh, okay yeah that's heard, a thing i heard it was good i just never watched it a season one was good great hero syndrome yeah pretty much <laughs> The, the the animation is spectacular. It looks really nice. A lot of good sweeping shots of landscapes that are pretty. 
Um, I could have done without, like, there's these weird music breaks. <laughs> Just, like, a song <laughs> starts playing, and then they... I think because they want you to soak in what's happening. Yeah. Also had a theme sequence, which was weird. <laughs> a theme sequence? Like, yeah. Like, like an opening to a show? Yeah. Huh. It's like, here's the theme song to our movie. Hmm. <laughs> it didn't get creepy like you would think an anime with body swapping in it would get. <laughs> I mean, they touched on it because naturally you would. Be curious. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, it was just really good. It was a really good movie. It's a darn good movie. Where'd you guys see that at? Gateway. Okay. I kind of figured. I would highly recommend. Maybe even if you don't particularly like anime because there was nothing particularly anime about it. It just happened to be the animation style to which it is. Yeah. But yeah, we we watched the first episode of Mystery Science Theater too. Uh, really good. Feels like the original show. The, the All the visuals and stuff are appropriately puppety and cheap looking like <laughs> okay, it's supposed good. to look. Okay, good. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know what to say about it either because like it's it's just the same it's like it's back again more or less i mean everybody yeah. everybody does a good job crow sounds almost the same really yeah huh That's as cool. at least later season crow as so they're 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 mimicking the uh bill corbett I think voice just- I think that's just the way the dude sounds. Oh, is really? <laughs> okay, cool. Because the the guy playing Servo, uh, Baron Vaughn, he doesn't mm-hmm. sound like. Oh, that's fine, and yeah, that's cool. He has his own voice. A little more stuff going on in the theater. More more puppetry going on there. Oh, that's cool. They're more inclined to move around during the the shows because they got all that space to work with now. Sure, it's yeah, no, it's widescreen. Sure. Like at one point, the movie was Reptilicus. Oh, okay. Which is is pretty ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Is a bad one. Yeah, <laughs> naturally. Yeah. But like, he spits a lot of goop around. And at one point, Crow pulls out a barrel and pushes it across the screen so the goop falls into the barrel. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Oh, that's good. Then later, Gypsy comes down and picks up the barrel, takes it away, and, and does a, a riff as she's going through. Oh, that's cool. Which, it's cool that Gypsy has a better, like, an actual female voice. That, and and she, some kind of character. Yeah. Instead of just being there. Yeah. And also her coils aren't on the floor anymore. She's suspended from the ceiling. That's cool. As so Jonah doesn't trip over it. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of don't acknowledge how the bots got back onto the satellite of love. Okay, that's cool. They just kind of forget about the ending, I guess. Yeah. Well, you know, it's just a show. Yeah. Unless they elaborate on it later, maybe they will. They, they, maybe they will. How were the... How were the uh, um? Uh, host segments like the in between they were very much the same as before there was okay. even an invention exchange which is oh really yeah, which oh, they, wow, they dropped brought that before back. they brought it back yeah he made a like a geisha fan with holes in it to make bubbles appear <laughs> <laughs> uh, i forgot what did kinga and and well he, he's tv's son of tv's frank but his name's actually just max oh that's cool <laughs> <laughs> i forget what their invention was if they even maybe they didn't even have one, I don't know. But the the look of all of Kinga's stuff is cool. There's like a skull theme going on. Um, she's got a bunch of henchmen that are like space suited guys with bunny ears that are bones. Oh, nice! It's a cool look. Yeah, it has commercial bumpers, even though there's no commercial. <laughs> That's great. That's great. That definitely leads to the feel of the original series. Yeah, and, and the bumpers have like a, a house band that are these bunny astronaut skull guys playing <laughs> instruments. Oh, uh, that's cool. 
but it's it's really good. Like I I'm glad I kickstarted it. Yeah, same here. I don't feel burnt at all. Good, good. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to sit down and watch him yet, but I will soon for sure. <laughs> I was a loser. I didn't back it. Wah, wah. You still gotta watch it if you got Netflix. Yeah, yeah, I know. Still waiting on my coffee cup. Mo- yeah, me too. Yeah. I got my coffee cup. Got my t-shirt. Oh, you got your t-shirt? Cool. I didn't. I didn't go that far into it. I just got. I really just back the uh, the digital downloads and then added on the coffee mug. I I gave them way more money than I than I probably should. Yeah. No, I remember that night when we watched the uh, the countdown at, at Meltdown. That train wreck of a countdown. It was perfect. It, it was. It kind it, of was it very was mystery science theater. They had their own countdown to riff. Yeah. It was rough. Yeah. With those magicians. Jeez. Why were there so many? <laughs> They're friends with Joel. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, hey, Joel. I'm a, I'm a aspiring magician. Okay, I used to be a magician. Here, come on this thing. Hey, that's great. Yeah, come on on to the show. <laughs> be really bad. The mic will go out. It'll be silent during your entire, <laughs> your entire, entire bit. bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. Star bomb will be there. Yeah. <laughs> for some reason. For some reason. <laughs> Getting that grump bump. Yeah. <laughs> the grump bump. Uh, another Kickstarter that I backed came out. That Cosmic Star Heroine, the game by the uh, by Z Board Games that did they did the last two Penny Arcade. Oh RPGs. yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Cthulhu Saves the World. Yeah, that's that's where I heard the name before. Okay, yeah, is it good? It is. It's very good. It the battle system is like a combination between maybe Chrono Trigger and something wholly unique. Oh, right on. It's it's got a cool like sci-fi like. Uh, fantasy star-esque setting to it where you're like a sci-fi secret agent lady. I don't know, I've put maybe three hours into it, so RPG-wise, that's not that's, <laughs> not a whole lot. That's, that's barely a, out of tutorial yeah, mode. Yeah, that's a drop in the bucket. Yeah. But the, the battle system is really well thought out. Instead of having like MP, mm. you can just use your skill. There's a lot of skills you can use once, and then you have to use a move that recharges them that oh, okay. doesn't attack. Gotcha. And on top of that, you're, uh, there's a meter that's constantly charging on each character. Mm-hmm. And when it's at its fullest, you do the most damage. So you want to time out your moves so you'll have them when that meter is full. Gotcha. So you'll do the the optimal amount of damage at that time. So it's a, it's a balancing act. Makes sense. And kind yeah. of a risk-reward thing. Like, do I want to heal now and use this turn to heal? Or do I want to like chance it so I get that next bump up on the meter so i can do more damage gotcha okay that's cool yeah it's actually it's really clever it's one of the better rpg battle systems that that i've played in a long time oh right on would highly recommend also the gra they really up their graphics game oh okay there's like actually animated cutscenes. oh nice they look about sega cd level <laughs> which is appropriate for yeah the, that's about for yeah. the look they're going for sure yeah i haven't really done a whole lot other than just either play Zelda or be really sick. That was fun. I watched the first episode of the new season of Archer. Oh, is it cool? Because it looks cool. Uh, It's, it makes sense what they're doing with it now. Like I was confused on how they were going to explain this whole noir Hollywood land Mm -hmm. aesthetic they were going with. Yeah, Yeah, because they're changing the entire setting of the show. Yeah. Well, again, right? Because they've done that a couple times. 
Well, sort of. Yeah, but it still fit within the time frame and the... Well, their weird little world that they kind of created. Yeah. Right, yeah. Where you couldn't tell if they were quite the 60s, but all of a sudden they have smartphones and it's... Gotcha. Like how their office always looked really dated, but they also have robots and cyborgs yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's Archer. It's mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. But no, uh, it makes sense. It, it plays right off of the ending of the last season, explaining how things work. You haven't watched the last season, so... We've been working on it, actually. Uh, it's really good. Um, everyone is different within the the noir aesthetic of things. Isn't isn't mm-hmm. Pam like a cop now? Yeah, yeah. yeah Pam is a Pam is a detective. Uh, Archer's a a private eye, war veteran. Okay. Woodhouse was his partner. Oh, oh, he's oh. <laughs> Mother is a. Gangster called mother. <laughs> oh, nice. Instead of actually being his mom. Ah, cool. It's my uh, trash being picked up in the background. <laughs> uh, Cheryl's pretty much the same. She is still <laughs> an heiress from a fort from a rich family, mm-hmm. just with that whole you know fifties late forties aesthetic. Mm. It's uh, it's Archer La Noir. Pretty much, honestly, <laughs> pretty much. I mean, that was a great game. I wish they'd do another one of those. Except for that studio went under. Yeah, it did. They were some really bad labor practices there. Yep. But Rockstar owns it. They could do another one. They could, but it probably wouldn't be the same. I really liked Eleanor. It was really, really good. Plus, they had like a lot of really, uh, they had a lot of Mad Men actors on it. Yeah. Which is a really good show. But no, Archer was pretty good. A new episode came out this week, but I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. But I've always been a huge Archer fan. It's a great. It's a really great show. Yeah, like the jokes, like, re- like really hit. Except now that they're in the aesthetic that they are now, is there's references you don't quite get. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's super good, and I'm glad it's back. I was really getting an itch for a new for a adult comedy animated series. Now I have to wait till summer for Rick and Morty, and I don't. After fi- you got that little taste. Yeah, 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 I got that taste, and now it's now it's in me. The little <laughs> Szechuan taste. <laughs> You got any more? You got any more of that Szechuan sauce? Did we talk about the Szechuan sauce last episode? No, I don't episode? think we. No, we, no, didn't. we did. We definitely it. didn't. We actually should probably hit that when the news news part rolls around because there's there there's some stuff with the Szechuan sauce. Other mm-hmm. than the fact that it's Szechuan sauce. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's all I've really done. All right. Well, hey, let's go ahead and uh, take a break here, and when we come back, we'll get in some news. Yep. MB Subculture Comics and Costumes is a proud sponsor of Nerd Overload. MB Subculture is hosting their second annual VHS Swap and Free Comic Book Day Saturday, May 6th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Also featuring guest artists and vendors, cosplay, tabletop gaming, and admission is free. MB Subculture Comics and Costumes, now at their new location, 1715 Marion Road, Bucyrus, on State Route 4, in the former Capitol Cinema and across from McDonald's, 419-562-562. 0404 and online at subcultureoh.com.
Hey, everybody, we're back. That was Immigrant Song by Led Zeppelin. How was your break? We talked about Monkey Bone. <laughs> <laughs> so awful, not great. <laughs> so who remembers Monkey Bone? Awful movie from the 90s. Yeah, Brendan Fraser's Monkey Bone. <laughs> the only thing... I know I've seen Monkey Bone, but the only thing I remember about it is the DVD had like Monkey Bone been and over, and the hole in the DVD was like where his butt was. Yeah. Yeah, that that was about the level of discourse for Monkey Bone, I imagine. Yeah, that's about as far as it went. <laughs> well, yeah. I remember the fact that Whoopi Goldberg played deaf. Yeah, that's true. God, yeah. That's such a weird movie. It is a weird one. Also, and not like a good weird, just a weird. <laughs> also, there's a cat girl. I remember that. Yeah. Oh, there, yeah. There was a cat girl. Wasn't Brendan Fraser like a graphic artist or something? Yes. Yeah. Monkey yeah. Bone was his character. Yeah. Was like he was a, a super repressed uh, comic, like indie comic writer and artist, and Monkey Bone was like his outlet for those repressed, you know, feelings. And then somehow Monkey Bone became a real thing in the afterlife. In the afterlife. Yeah. It's, it is cool world. It's cool yeah. world. It's cool world. Yeah. It's cool world and Beetlejuice because at one point Brendan Fraser's ghost inhabits the body of dead Chris Kattan. <laughs> <laughs> who has duct taped himself like back together? Yeah, because he was like ripped in half or something. While Monkey Bone is stealing Brendan Fraser's body to ruin his life world, or something, to ruin his life or become a real person, despite already being dead. I don't know. It's weird. It's stupid. <laughs> it's a bad movie. Anyway, Immigrant Song by Led Zeppelin. Yeah, why it's would we play song. that song? Why would we play that song? Because it's featured very heavily in the new Thor trailer. Yeah, Thor Ragnarok, which is amazing. That is a great. Great trailer. Like, go just go watch it now. Yeah. It's take, really good. Take two seconds. Go watch it and come back. We're probably still going to be talking about it. <laughs> it pulls heavily from the Guardians of the Galaxy style of trailer. Well, just as a whole. I mean, they're going full on with the whole space thing. Well, they're going full Kirby. Yeah. Have you seen some of the designs of like the shock troopers and oh, yeah. in the background of the Game Master's like living quarters? Those are actual Kirby machine designs from oh yeah well they did comics. the same they did the same thing for um dr strange there's a whole lot of kirby art in dr strange yes which yeah. is fine i'm I'm glad they're finally pulling heavily from his really i love jack kirby machinery like oh the, yeah the super crazy intricate like no way it would exist in the real world but somehow it looks like it makes set tricks your brain into thinking that all the tubes <laughs> and pipes make sense in this giant mass of whatever yeah i love it yeah, like Jack Kirby's art is always like was super trippy and just crazy and defined like a, the really nostalgic era of Marvel comics for me. Mm-hmm. And DC because he oh, des- yeah, yeah. he designed uh, the Fourth World stuff with yeah. uh, uh, Dark Side and Apocalypse and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh but getting off of that, the trailer itself was excellent. Like I'm... the super 80s like trailer or um like title thing they do. Yeah. That was really <laughs> with cool. All the colors. Yeah. It's very metal. Uh-huh. Oh like, yeah. Ridiculous metal. Yeah. He talks to the camera. He freaking talks to the camera. Yeah. <laughs> he pulled a that's me. Now you wonder probably wondering how I got in this mess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kate Blanchett as Hella looks super great. That's super great. That scene where she crushes Mjolnir. Oh, I know. Yeah, I'm into that. Did you see that the, was great? Did you see the theory that she might have the last Infinity Stone? She probably like yeah. the Power Stone. That's it's, why she's able to do it. It's the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Everybody of, has of course. a piece of the yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it definitely kind of changes how I thought the title was going to work. 
Yeah. Because I totally thought Thanos was going to come destroy Asgard looking for Infinity Stones, and that was going to be the Ragnarok. Not the fact that the actual goddess of the underworld is coming to you yeah. know, wreck house. They gave her the hat with the horns. Oh, I know. I never thought that they would actually do that in a movie. You think they'll You think they'll cut her hand off like they did in the comics? Probably not. I mean, well, no, no they have to, because there's always a hand cutting off. That's, yeah. Star Wars. Yeah, no, they've been... They've, they do it in Marvel. They've oh, been that's doing true. it, they too. Do that too. They've been yeah, nodding to true. it, nodding to the Star Wars reference. Yeah. In the especially the Thor movies, I like how the Thor movies like start out kind of tame, and mm-hmm. then as they've gone on, they've gone super crazy. Well, the first movie they didn't know how to approach space alien god people. Yeah, space magic. So they kind of set it on Earth and was like, okay, you know, just forget all that space crazy stuff. He's just a big strong guy with a hammer. Just uh, go. And then the second one was, well, maybe there's these weird space elves. <laughs> Who was a doctor from Doctor Who. Yeah. And now this one is just full on Jeff Goldblum and face makeup. Not even that super... Not even that much makeup either. He's got like a blue stripe it's on enough. his It's enough. It's, a... <laughs> it's enough to make it awesome. <laughs> I hope he is at peak Goldblum in this. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. I, I hope... know. I want I... him to have that stupid laugh and everything. I hope he is at like Dr. Ian Malcolm or even like the pullout king. <laughs> level of like peak he sold couches on a show it, that's what he's taught that's that's the pullout king yeah there yeah that's what that is be cool oh man yeah i, I i'm sad we well i knew we were never going to get a a a, a a a a hulk um battle oh god planet hulk planet, planet hulk. hulk thank you the uh planet hulk storyline but we're getting snippets of it we are yeah because, yeah, Hulk shows up in the trailer. And that whole part, that's like the best part of the whole trailer yeah. right there. And, and that is the most Guardians of the trailer, even beyond the the popular the popular music. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just start going, yes! And everyone stops and just kind of stares. goes, what? He's a friend from work. I know him. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, that's great. Oh, man. And the fact that they've said it's going to basically be like a road trip movie with Thor and Hulk. That's super great. And some Doctor Strange, apparently. Well, yeah, he'll be yeah, there, Yeah, he's too. in there at some point. Yeah, sure. which we don't actually see any of in the trailer. Yeah. And that's good. Yeah, you gotta I'm, hold some cards to your chest. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure it'll be in the next trailer once we actually get closer to the film. I hope not. I hope not, too, but <laughs> it's the way trailers No, this work. trailer is so good that I don't want to see any more trailers for Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, I'm already what, in. That's what I was about to say. Like, I'm already in. I'm sold. Yeah. I mean, I was sold before because I'm I'm the weirdo that likes all the Thor movies a lot. <laughs> I like all the Thor movies too, but I enjoyed two more than I did one. Uh, yeah. No, I enjoyed one more than two. Uh, I kind of like the buddy-buddy Loki-Thor thing in two. Yeah, I liked the fish-out-of-water story from one. Also, yeah. um, um, what's her name? Um, Kat Dennings. Well, (laughs) Kat Dennings, of course. Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. She at least seemed like she wanted to kind of be there and was putting forth a little bit of effort in the the first one. one. Whereas the second one, she was asleep. She was. She yeah. Literally, the scenes that she was asleep, and when she was awake, she might as well have been asleep (laughs) because she just was writing out her contract. Yeah, that's that's true. That's what you get with Natalie Portman. It seems you either get all in Mm -hmm. or you get nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Or you get a uh, Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You either or get, you get a Star Wars. Yeah. You either get V for Vendetta or you get the prequels. Yeah. Yeah. You get the Black Swan 
<laughs> or you get Attack of the Clone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But I'm super excited about this movie. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be great. The Marvel movies have got getting further and further, just going just crazy because comics. They got to do something because they played it safe for so long. They got to start pushing boundaries. This a is true because, like you know, Iron Man, Captain America. Not saying that this is full on pushing boundaries because it's still a movie cast yeah. like ninety percent white guys. And it's basically Guardians. It's of the basically galaxy. Guardians. <laughs> yeah. In but fact, still. there's even a scene in the background, a shot of the background with the collectors, like super house so benicio del toro is probably gonna pop oh yeah, up yeah at yeah. some point well yeah they're actually saying that it uh um the uh the game master and the collector might be related or at least be part of the same kind of cosmic race well they kind of were in the comics because they kind of they were they're, they're were. all they're all a group of the galactic ancients or whatever they're 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 children of entropy yeah which, um aren't we all well <laughs> yes that's very true <laughs> but no super excited for this movie mm-hmm. cannot wait I forget when it comes out. I'm really bad. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember either. It's sometime eventually. It's probably more sooner than later. Probably summertime. Probably. Yeah. See, it looks like a summer movie. Of course, it will be. Yeah. That's when all the good movies come out. That's right. Oh, what if it's uh, free comic book day? Because they no, always release no. something. Isn't it Guardians? That's that's true. That Guardians, was, that Guardians, is Guardians is in May. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I've already got my tickets for Guardians. <laughs> nice. Uh, let's go and. Uh, Talk about some Nintendo Direct, because they had one of those. Yeah, on Wednesday, they had a big Nintendo Direct. Mm-hmm. This close to E3, you bet they did. Yeah. <laughs> Especially since they didn't really do anything for E3 last year. No. Which they've said, they've been on record saying they're going to do stuff for E3 this year. Yeah. Which is probably why you didn't get anything really big with this Nintendo Direct. That's were... what. That's kind of what I was yeah. thinking. And they kept all the Switch stuff really close to the chest. We At the time, we didn't. We still didn't even know the name of the machine at the time of E3 last year. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So what were the big things for the Direct? Let's I see. Guess. The, the big things. Um, well, Arms and Splatoon were the main focus of the Direct. Yeah. And they each had their own little sections. Mm-hmm. Uh, they really explained a lot of the mechanics of arms, and that's good. I think that's I think it was needed. Yeah, it's a lot deeper than it appears. Yeah, the, the, you can actually customize each individual arm mm-hmm. on each character. So, you, yeah, you can have like a punch glove on one hand and a slapper glove on the other. Yeah, and there's there's uh, different elemental effects of attacks. So you got you know fire punch or a ice punch or a lightning punch. Yeah. They introduced uh, uh, another fighter, which is good. They needed that because yeah. so now there are six fighters in this game. Yeah, I didn't think there were that the many. The roster is currently smaller than Vanilla Street Fighter 2. <laughs> I like, really what, like eight? her. Yeah, that was eight. Yeah. I really like her design, though. Mm-hmm. Her name's Min Min, and she's got she's like ramen noodle themed. Yeah. <laughs> she's got like a little beanie hat that looks like a, a ramen bowl and her arms are noodles yeah except for when that one turns into a dragon yeah yeah except for when the one turns into a dragon which when she charges up or something it's something. a dragon yeah there's a lot of charging mechanics going on it looks like yeah it's like it, a lot of weight and then punch or whatever yeah, it looks really tactical like, yeah yeah of the weird switch games i think arms was the only one i was really kind of interested in well it's like the only one there is yeah <laughs> That's not like just something out coming back. Like Splatoon. Yeah. Splatoon looks great, but it's very much just it's Splatoon. Splatoon. Yeah. Well, it's like I didn't care about snipper. I like snipper clips, and I didn't care about. Um... I've heard snipper clips is great though. Yeah, yeah. Don't write off snipper clips. I haven't played it either, but I've heard nothing yeah. but good things. I probably won't get it because 
you really can't you can play it with one player but it's I guess, two, I, I've, right? I've heard everything I've heard is that it's not enjoyable as one player as a one player game you almost have to have a second player to play that game and it's like eh well anyway uh, <laughs> <laughs> just before anybody thinks about not getting Snipper Clips maybe don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh but uh, but beyond arms, yeah, Splatoon looks good. Uh, they add they added like a uh, PVE mode. Yeah, where, where you fight against uh, salmon's. Yeah, computer controlled salmon's. Yeah, <laughs> salmon zombies. Yeah, something like that. And you're collecting like uh, eggs. Yeah, they're oh, eggs. Oh, so we're getting ready, getting away from the octopus people. No, they're still in it. Oh, yeah. There's a whole section of octopus people as well. I think this is just like a whole just new horde mode or something. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's like the Squid Kids' day job. Yeah. Oh, killing fish zombie people? Yeah, yeah. and collecting their eggs. Mm-hmm. There, there's a bunch of small ones that just drop regular eggs, and then a big one will show up that drops these golden power eggs that you have to pick up and take to a goal and throw them in. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And it's a four-person team, and uh, you don't just automatically lose when all four people are out. You actually, if you can get over to a, a downed teammate and spray their uh, like uh, lifesaver, like life... Um, Preserver. Ring, preserver ring they'll come back to life okay so it's so there's a definitely a cooperative kind of okay. bent to it that sounds fun yeah and you use those to unlock special gear and stuff yeah, yeah it, lo- cool. it looks really it fun. looks like I, a lot of fun i love pve modes in uh mm-hmm. shooters like that yeah very junkenstein's revenge or the <laughs> the new mode in uh overwatch which we'll probably we'll talk about maybe talk about later in a bit yeah but no, it looks really good. They also announced a couple of Amiibo for that. Another three packets probably going to be, which is cool. They're really ne- neat designs, and they're not just recolors of the like the last ones, the last yeah. couple. I-, I wish there were more of the side characters, like the shopkeepers and stuff. Sure, it's more Squid Kids, yeah, and Squid, mm-hmm. which I kind of don't like the ones that are just Squid because it's kind of boring. Yeah, well, but... it's one of those where they they're going to sell the the boy and girl inkling. Um, separate and then there'll probably be a three pack that has the squid as the third one yeah so you're not paying full price for the third one but whatever uh beyond that they announced they had a bunch of announcements for different like smaller title games yeah they put a lot of dates on a lot of switch games that didn't have dates before yeah i think street fighters like may now street fighters coming soon yeah they talked a little bit more about hadouken mode it looks really cool. It looks cool, but they're using like mixed assets. It looks like they're using Ryu's arms from Street Fighter Four, and but you're fighting uh, goons from the story mode of Street Fighter Five. <laughs> it it's kind of a weird kind hmm. of setup, and you have to use the the Joy Cons to like do the do motion. the Hydoken. Yeah. yeah, which I mean that's the whole point. That's kind of the point. But mini yeah. game. Yeah, I'm uh, glad it's not a standalone game. <laughs> yeah, it's a mini game. It looks pretty cool. Yeah. You mean like Link's crossbow challenge? Yeah. <laughs> uh, they announced a bunch of 3DS games that I just couldn't get excited for. <laughs> I'll be honest. There are a lot of cool ones, though. Oh, yeah, they're cool, but I'm just, I don't know. I think I might be done with the platform. <laughs> I still like 3DS. I like my 3DS, too, but I can't tell you really the last time I picked it up and played it. I mean, I played Mario Sports on it a little bit, <laughs> which is fine. Yeah. That's my review for that. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> How's the horse racing? It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of uh, managing stamina and, you know, you don't want to tire out the horse too soon. Uh, there's pickups on the track for, like, carrots to restore it and stars that if you get enough, you can use it as a boost. Mm. I don't know. It's not Mario Kart, but. Mm. <laughs> yeah. 
what was that uh, RPG Maker game? Yeah, the RPG Maker Fest. Yeah, I didn't think that that was, that, that was going to get an American release. I thought that was going to be a Japan-only thing. It, it very much is. Yeah. Um, I mean, it looks cool. Um, I'd be excited to play people's RPGs that they make. It'd be pretty interesting. <laughs> it's gonna, uh, that's a word for it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you would use it when you could get the PC version and then like make a legitimate RPG yeah. that you can then sell on Steam. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But hey, whatever. Um, good for the kids, I imagine. Yeah, get some, get some of that, uh, that Mario Maker. Yeah, that's probably why it's uh-huh. coming to America. It's this very Mario Maker style thing. I don't know. It looks fun to play with. I might mess with it. It's cool that we're getting it. Mm-hmm. Um, Ever Oasis, that RPG from Grezzo, the people who did the remakes of Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, that they apparently got the. The go ahead to make their own darn game. Yeah, that looks fine. Uh, yeah, it looks really good. I'll definitely play it. It looks interesting. A lot of town building, a lot of Zelda esque adventure. Yeah. Was there anything else on? Well, breaking news. You know, the most important thing: Monopoly is coming to the Switch. Thanks, Ubisoft. Yeah. No thanks. They can. We can all enjoy Monopoly. <laughs> Why couldn't it have been just any other board game? <laughs> just any other board game. Or like a pack of board games instead of just Monopoly. Ooh, yeah, like a game night kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, it it suits itself well for that. You set the Switch down on the table it, and it's an animated game board. Yeah. But Or just all everyone's sitting hands-free mode playing. Yeah. Yeah. It just... Uh, nobody wants to play Monopoly. Nobody. No, nobody oh. wants to play Monopoly. I, I like Monopoly. Yeah, I don't. I don't really. I don't hate Monopoly either. I I play. I would play it if somebody was like, "Hey, you want to play Monopoly?" I'd be like, "Okay." Hey, you know what I would say? You would punch the person the ask in the face. You have a violent <laughs> hatred of Monopoly. I, do, like, I don't not like it. I hate it. Oh, I'm right there with you. Fist bump on that because I yeah I can't I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it like so much. Like you tried to get me to play that Mario Party mode that was kind of like Monopoly. You were mad at me afterwards. (laughs) And it was only mildly reminiscent of Monopoly. It was enough. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. If you want to see, if you want to ruin Sam's day, either Sam's day, yeah, make make us play Monopoly because that game, I hate it. Maybe it's the same so much. Maybe. I don't know. You're you're predisposed to not liking Monopoly. I I played it one time in college, had a good time. Me and my sister. Not. Me and my sister used to play it all the time. I won. You experimented with Monopoly yeah. in college. Yeah, once. that's about the most exciting thing I did in college. Play Monopoly. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, hey. Um. I think that pretty much wraps up the direct for the most part. There were a bunch of amiibo announcements, which only I care about. It seems. Um. I'm angry that uh we're getting those last three Smash amiibo, and there are two versions of each, so they got a milk those last for every last little bit for the crazy correct collectors like me, which makes me think also that uh, we're going to be getting a switch version of smash four soon. I hope so. Because why would they put out the amiibos for on a, A for 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 a dead system and a, in a year going to be dead system, you know, they would, they have to, they They would have to. Yeah. I mean, we'll get some, some extra, um, Usability for that Fire Emblem character that I just do not remember the name of. Corin. Is that 
Is that who that is? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't really care about bare, Fire Emblem bare, Amoeba. Barefoot Dragon Boy? Yeah. And Girl. The and Girl. There's a girl. Yeah. The girl. Yeah. The Bayonetta variant, I, it looks clo- it's cool. It looks closer to the classic. Like It's Bay- it's Bayo 1 and Bayo 2 designs, basically. And But the Cloud Strife one is just garbage hot hot garbage it's the uh, advent children leather jack leather boy Le- leather daddy cloud <laughs> yeah uh anyway that's that's about he does ride a motorcycle he does yeah yeah i'll uh, probably get the bayonettas and maybe the regular cloud because i love final fantasy but well i'm insane so yeah, you're gonna yeah, get you, all yeah you have to have all i i have so many amiibo that i have to get them all at this point I can't. I can't not. I can't Must back say, down from it. You you may have to find a new home for the Power Rangers. Yeah, I know. I don't have room for the Zelda ones now. <laughs> but anyway, we have a, a a lot of other news, but we can hit super super quick. We have some superhero movie casting news, and we can roll all these into one. I guess not just superhero, but like just overall movies in general. movie in general. They cast uh, Josh Brolin as Cable and Deadpool two, which came out of left field. Didn't know he was up for it. Also, he is jumping the line between. The um, Fox Marvel movies and the Marvel Studios Marvel movies because he's also Thanos. Yep, or his chin is Thanos anyway. <laughs> At least, yeah, his <laughs> his chin and like general like facial structure is Thanos. Everything yeah. else is CG. Uh, but that's cool. Brolin's a good actor, and I think he. I mean, he looks like Cable. He's got. He yeah. looks like Cable, and I think he can play the straight man well enough because he was. And I'm basing this solely off of Men in Black 3, where he was young K, and he <laughs> oh, was the straight man yeah. to Will Smith's goofiness. Goofiness, And I think that if he could yeah. pull that level off, but with Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool, I'm cool. That works. Yeah. Uh, Jude Law has been cast as young Dumbledore or Yungledore <laughs> in the second uh, uh, Fantastic, Fantastic Beasts. Beast. Which, what are they going to call that movie? I don't know. I'm still... Be- I'm still uh, holding out hope for them call, like calling it the the quidditch whatever and not just going the easy route like they can't call it fantastic beasts and where to find them too yeah they can't do that but they'll probably do that <laughs> I was, maybe they'll just come up with some title and it'll be like something, a harry something, potter a harry potter story or something 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 colon fantastic beasts too is probably what it's gonna be uh but no just <laughs> the again. world of harry potter the journeys of young dumbledore yeah the Wizarding World. Yeah, the Wizarding World of Yungledore. Uh, <laughs> that picture is kind of whack, though. What the picture? Beard of him. I haven't seen the picture. Oh, look it up. It's weird. Is it like a bad Photoshop, or is it, it actually? Looks, for some reason, like I don't, I don't know if it is Photoshop, but it looks really Photoshop. <laughs> yeah, it probably is. It's um, bizarre looking. Yeah, I'm fine with the casting. He's a good actor. It's gonna be weird watching him versus Johnny Depp as young. Uh, Grindelwald. Yeah. And I don't know, Jude Law, both Jude Law and Johnny Depp have that thing where no matter what role they're in, you don't see them as their role. You see them as Jude Law and Johnny <laughs> yeah. Depp. So it's, it's That's accurate. It's not going to yeah. be That's accurate. Yeah. It's not going to be Dumbledore and Grindelwald. It's going to be magic Jude Law versus magic Jack Sparrow. Jack Sparrow. <laughs> um, oh, Johnny Depp was so bad in that movie. <laughs> do you was, remember when Johnny Depp used to be a really great actor yeah yeah he was so bad in Fantastic Beasts yeah it was a I love that movie it is honestly one of my favorite movies except for that part except for the he shows up and just farts on the whole movie it's so jarring yeah, yeah. 
let's see the last one and again super quick here uh they cast Dolph Lundgren in Aquaman as another villain Aquaman almost has his own Legion of Doom at this point right now Aquaman <laughs> has more villains than heroes uh so far we have uh Black Manta we have Ocean Master and now we have the King of Zebel which is a um a uh, rival faction of sea dwelling uh, humanoids humanoids that create um um, weapons out of uh, hardened water. They're like Green Lanterns, but underwater. And that's where uh, Aquaman's wife Mira comes from. Oh, uh, I hate it when you get that hard water. I hate it. Yeah, that's the worst. Leaves that uh, ring around your city. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but that means that not only do we have two named supervillains, we have an entire uh, enemy nation going against the Aquaman, the Aquamans. The Aquamans. Atlantis. Yeah, that's that's the word. That's that's Aqua, the place I was thinking. Aquamantis. Aquamantis. Yeah. So this and what? they gotta and they gotta put all of these villains in and explain them as well as have an entire backstory for Aquaman, Mira, and his entire underwater race. And it's gonna be done in about two and a half hours. Like, I don't know if it's gonna movie? work. I can't. I can't figure it out. I don't know what kind of movie they're gonna try to tell. But yeah, two and a half hours isn't gonna be enough for it. There's an enemy nation. Is this a comic book war movie? What the heck is this? Spoiler alert. Everyone can breathe underwater. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. uh, Last thing. And uh, we're running out of time, but we'll, we'll definitely hit it. Um, And it's, we really are only hitting it because we've mentioned it the last two weeks. (laughs) So we got to talk about it. Uh, We've mentioned the whole persona five, not being able to talk too much about it or stream it or put, let's plays or anything about it atlas the the uh um the company that does it the, yeah, the, <laughs> yeah they yes the company that does it uh they uh they've put like these crazy restrictions on talking about their game in the for the sake of um spoilers you straight up can't stream it you're not allowed to well you 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 can, you, well, you can stream it but it's not, you can only stream it up to a certain in-game date, and you can't show any boss battles or any dungeons. And you would have to have a, a separate um, capture card to be able to stream it at all, because the PlayStation won't let you do it. Yeah. It's blocked out. Every time you start it up, this, this section is blocked from recording. Yeah. Like, after you leave the title screen. It's nuts. Yeah, it's crazy. It it's just, super crazy. It just shows a lot of... They just don't understand how media works now. Yeah. It's it's a it's and it's coming from Atlas Japan. Yeah, they just it, which is the weirdest thing because this game has been out for nine months in Japan. Why all of a sudden are they people who want spoilers are going to get spoilers? Yeah, and there's something to be said about yes the the let's plays and the streaming. There there are a section of viewership that would take it as like well I don't need to buy the game I just I'm going to watch the cutscenes and that's going to be it. They're going to find their way to watch these cutscenes anyway. Um, there's also a large section of people that'll go, okay, I'm going to watch the first yeah, and couple of this. Yeah, it's something and I would like and then buy then it. Then buy it. There's been plenty of games where I've seen a stream of it and I'll be like, well, now I want to play that. Because the games that you don't know exist. And so, yeah. yeah. There's also a section of people out there that necessarily don't play games, but they like watching other people play. Yeah. Well, people. Well, someone yeah, like me who have buy the game anyway. Yeah. Who I don't own the system that the game is on. I have no way to play it, and I'm not going to buy an entire game system to play one, admittedly, really rad looking RPG. <laughs> I'm not going to drop that kind of money. But I'm interested in the story and and the characters. So 
a let's play or a stream would be the way for me to enjoy it. And I would, I've paid for enough Atlas games that, (laughs) you know, it's the way media works now. And it's completely backward thinking to do this kind of stuff. And I hope that this doesn't become the trend because uh, not only is persona five have these kind of restrictions, Puyo Puyo Tetris on the switch has very similar not restrictions. As rest- not as not, restrictive. Not as, but they can't, you can't show any of the adventure mode at all. Not allowed. Which, one, it's a Tetris game. Which also says it's not Atlas Japan. That's Sega. It's Sega, That's yeah. Sega in this case. Which Sega owns Atlas. So. Well, yeah. But it, it's just kind of a weird, weird thing that I hope the trend doesn't continue. And I hope more game game companies don't like jump on this because like it or not, there are a lot of people that have careers that ride on like streaming and well, let's plays not, not quite as much as they used to because of YouTube's ad revenue algorithms aren't what they used to be. Yeah. So you can't really make money off that. You see, I'm seeing a lot of people uh, uh, migrate over to Twitch. Yeah. Because yeah, it definitely seems like Twitch is like the the place to go now if you want to be a Twitch player. with donations and Patreons. Yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. Even even PewDiePie is migrating to Twitch. Yeah, and it's and that's all. That's a whole other thing about YouTube's ads and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do we have time for ukulele? Uh, yeah. Um, a lot. The reviews for ukulele have been coming out, and they're surprisingly negative. Yeah. It's it's a lot of people complaining that it seems it plays like an old. A uh, platformer collecting game. But that's the point! Yeah, which is what they said they were making from the start. Yeah, that's the whole point of it, is that there was going to be a throwback game. It's like people coming coming in and complaining that Shovel Knight wasn't in 3D. Yeah, like I, I haven't played it yet because it runs like hot garbage on my computer, but it looks fine. It yeah. looks like it... It looks like Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah, which is what they said they were going to make. Mm-hmm. It's a crazy collectathon, which is... Is Banjo Kazooie? Yeah. Well, except for that last one where they built, built like cars or something. I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> you mean Banjo Tooie? No, I'm talking Banjo Kazooie. Nuts, Nuts and Bolts. And bolts. The micro, the non-rare Microsoft version that was basically like a test. I didn't even realize that was a thing. Like a test mode. Mm. Yeah, disguised as a game. Well, yeah. it's just anyway. unfortunate for them to say, "Well, we're gonna make this game," and then when it comes out, have the viewers go. Ooh, this isn't bad. This yeah. is garbage. Yeah, it's like, no, they made... Polygon the... gave it a 5.5 out of 10. It can't be that bad. It can't be. It cannot be. Polygon is so all, all over the place with their reviews. Yeah. I think it might be like who particular is doing the thing. Well, well no, because th- their review system works. Somebody writes the review, and then they all agree on what to score it, which is stupid. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's... I think there's an age divide between the people who played Banjo-Kazooie and have a bunch of nostalgia for it and understand. And then the reviewers are either reviewers that are too young to have the nostalgia level for the Banjo, the old classic 3D rare games, or are not are too old to have been Gotten super, have that kind of nostalgia for it. I, like they're not hitting the sweet spot. I went back and played Banjo not too long ago, and I wasn't a huge fan of it previously, yeah. but I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I, it's it's still a good game. It still holds up if you're down for that kind of game. Mm-hmm. And this very much seems like what ukulele is. And uh, yeah, it seems I'll like probably it. get it when it comes out on the Switch. Yeah, what's well, like? Uh, I almost consider getting a PS4 because they got the Crash Collection coming out. 
Crash Bandicoot, right? The HD remakes or whatever. Oh, yeah. I, want, I want that so bad. I know, right? <laughs> plus, there's, plus there's God of War 4. Dad of War. God <laughs> of War 4 colon Dad of War. Yeah. <laughs> Colin, we moved to Norway. Oh, man. Yeah. That's mostly the big reason I want to play it. Oh, because of the Norse, Norse gods. Yeah, you know, not playing to my type or anything. Oh, like hey, that. Vikings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, you know what? We have one last thing on the list. We might as well just talk about it super quick. Overwatch has a new um, mode coming. Oh, I did mention it earlier. Yeah, yeah. you did. It, it's a new event with a new mode. And it's the Omnic War, which is like a prequel kind of thing, like before it's, Overwatch disbanded, right? Yeah. Yep. Something like that? Yep. It's like what caused Overwatch to splinter and disband? No, this is just, it's Tracer's first mission. Oh, it's okay. A, it's a See, I don't, yeah. Okay. Yep, it's the big kind of the beginning of the, uh, the sentient robot revolt. Gotcha. Well, it looks cool. I, I like... I don't know what it is, but I like super teams with matching costumes or like variants on a matching costume. Mm-hmm. And this flashback has that. Yeah. And those are skins you can unlock. And that's yeah. super great. Yep. Uh, super, super and the great. characters you can play is uh, Torbjorn, Reinhardt, Tracer, and Mercy. Mercy. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yep. Fighting hordes and hordes of robo guys. And we'll probably have impressions on that next week after we've actually played it. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> time, to, time to dust off my computer. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, let's go ahead and wrap things up here. Uh, you've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can also find us at Facebook at facebook.com forward slash radio. You can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. You can tweet at us at nerd underscore overload and uh, go subscribe to our YouTube channel. Dang it. Yeah. Yeah. If we get a hundred subscriptions, I found this out. If we get a hundred subscriptions, we can actually have a YouTube, youtube.com slash, you know, nerd overload, whatever. Oh, nice. We have to hit a hundred. We're at four. <laughs> get the clicking. Yeah. And also we need 10,000 views before we can monetize. Well, now. yeah. So <laughs> share with your friends. Yeah, yeah. Share with all your friends. Right. Also, uh, iTunes, write a yeah. review. Give us five stars. That, that helps out quite a bit. And nothing else. Just That's five stars. Just five stars. No, Got to get up there on the list with S town and, uh, <laughs> cereal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also S town is really great. I meant to talk about that during my check it out. And I forgot next yeah. week, next week, next week. Talk about it. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's the end of the show. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Peace out. This show was sponsored in part by MB subculture comics and costumes.